Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, where tonight we're going to talk briefly about music. Last night we talked about Susan Sarandon, icon, activist, legendary. Well, 30 years ago this week, a legendary album came out. A hard album. Lyrically, come on. When you've opened with, I'm looking California and feeling Minnesota... I'm not even going to attempt to sing it. The late, the great Chris Cornell. Frontman of Soundgarden. But let's not forget, Soundgarden was a band. Okay? They'd put out Loud Love. They'd been around since 1987. They were were right before Nirvana. Okay? Legendary band. And then they put out in 1991 Bad Motorfinger. Bad Motorfinger had... Outshined and Room for a Thousand Years Wide and Rusty Cage. Now, Rusty Cage was redone by Johnny Cash. So, to this day, I can't just hear one version, I gotta hear both. Released October 8th, 1991. This was the year of grunge. This is, of course, the year grunge broke got uh, Nirvana's Nevermind, you've got Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar, Sex and Magic, Alice in Chains the year before, and then a year later they would pet out Dirt. This was, this was a wild time for alternative music. But see, Soundgarden, they weren't just, they, theirs was a little harder. And it was Zeppelin, it was Sabbath, but then at the same time, it was also Soundgarden. And Chris Cornell, lyrically... First of all, no one else could sing like that. And what's interesting is... When we think of someone with a big, big voice... We think of Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin. And here... and You know, it's like everyone's in a generation. And here comes Chris Cornell. Not trained or anything. and But has this... this powerful voice and then lyrically he could write it was think of those riffs that he created think of him and the band okay and then after Soundgarden he went on to do Audio Slave and then he had a a very long uh, solo career but Bad Motorfinger solidified everything this is this is like four years before Super Unknown and Black Hole Sun Black Hole Sun really put them in the stratosphere. But the album Bad Motorfinger and Outshine put them into the pantheon. This this was the year the grunge broke. Think of all these bands, okay? Metal, yeah, hair metal was gone. Whoosh. Kurt Cobain comes around, smells like teen spirit. And then Soundgarden was Outshined. It was it was a good year. It was a good year. Uh, and then you've got all these Seattle bands. And you get bands like R.E.M. Who influenced Soundgarden and Nirvana. Yeah. I'm not going to go into the death of Chris Cornell. I think we've... we've we're, I'm still mourning. I'm still mourning. That right there. I don't even want to go into it. it. That really broke my heart. There are very few people... We lose them, and it's like, but with him, and I remember, oh, I, the lyrics, the songs, 
It was almost like he was reaching into your throat and pulling out your emotions and saying, this is how I feel. It was raw. It was guttural. It was powerful. Um, one of my favorite songs on that album, Bad Motor Finger, is, of course, Room for a Thousand Years Wide. How, how meditative, you know, he lyrically goes, do, 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 and then he just lets it rip. And Chris Cornell, that was, that was his specialty. He's like, you know what? I'm going to give you passion. I'm going to give you some soul. He, he gave you everything. I am so in awe of him as a performer. There's nobody else like him. And that says something about our generation. The really great vocalists. And he wasn't just a great vocalist. He was a guitar player. He was a songwriter. He was a producer. And those sounds that he got out of Soundgarden. That's truly as a work of art. And Black Hole Sun. Black Hole Sun really just made them ultra known. Thus the title super unknown I love that song but we're talking about Bad Motor Finger Bad Motor Finger I mean that album cover I, I think I have a shirt of it yeah so Bad Motor Finger Metallica's Black Album Motorhead's 1916 I'm trying to think what else Was it? No, Nirvana wasn't in there. Were they? So they were all nominated for Best Metal Performance. Albums. That hasn't happened since. Usually it's a, a, a track or a song. But to have Soundgarden and to have Black, you know, um, Motorhead and Metallica all within that same breath. That's a moment. That says something about the generation. Is that... They were that good. And, and that happens every now and then. They're, it's always bothered me. They've never put together an, a metal best metal album category. And I don't think they will. What they do is they just shift it over to best rock. Metal albums have a different magic. Je ne sais quoi, shall we say. Our Soundgarden metal. That's interesting right there. See? Are they grunge? Yes. But then again, grunge is also hard. uh, You know, soft in the verse, uh, loud in the chorus. Yeah. The Pixies. So it's hard to really categorize Soundgarden. I I can hear those songs in my head. I can hear Chris Cornell's, I mean, come on. I never got to see him live. I think my cousin did. I know people who have seen Soundgarden. And I've heard... In terms of a live show... Even even toward the end. <clears throat> and here we are 30 years later. And I know... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Some people call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Shame. Yeah, but and that's going to be bittersweet because they're going to get in. 
Soundgarden are going to get in. They should have got in first, and that's my opinion. I love Nirvana. I love Pearl Jam. But Soundgarden was first. And then followed by Alice in Chains. So, yeah. Um, that's just like... Not, I love Nine Inch Nails. Okay? Come on. But Ministry should have got in first. You don't have Nine Inch Nails without Ministry. Uh, Al Jorgensen knows that. Trent Reznor knows that. Okay? All right. So when Soundgarden, and it's not a matter if, if, it's when they get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, this is going to be bittersweet. And it, and it does. It really makes you feel, okay, this album, I mean, they should be in there by now. If you're, uh, and their debut album was released years before bad motor finger they'd already been nominated for a grammy before bad motor finger there's magic in them in that voice and that sound uh what does soundgarden mean to me soundgarden means to me this beautiful well first of all when when you name your band soundgarden Okay, that's a great that's a great name. You've got bands like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Ministry, and then you've got Soundgarden. Who want who doesn't want a Soundgarden? Okay, and of, oh, of, but I'd be remiss if uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Hello, what a name! Wasn't that an interesting time? Temple of the Dog. You, You've got, you know, Screaming Trees. You've got these these band names. I, I don't know if they would work now. I mean, at that same time, you have Tool, who put out their... They put out the Opiate EP in 92. But then they had, like, a, a demo they had, they had put out in 91. Are they grunge? Are they metal? And see, that's that's the beauty of you. These bands, we can't really categorize them now, because there's a little bit of everything for everyone in these bands. Soundgarden, they're not just alternative though, because they've got the riffs, they've got the hardness, they've got the thunder. Well, they don't have the thunder down under. That's ACDC. But I digress. Bad Motorfinger, I, on it, here's the thing, I love Super Unknown, that's such a great album, but there's something a little more raw about ba- Bad Motorfinger, Bad Motorfinger, if they had just put that out, they'd be fine, it's a, it's a legendary album, and if I've said legendary overly, come on, it's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, where I not just, I don't just talk about films, I talk about music, I talk about everything. Let's, let's get real here. And we are. We're getting real. And what these songs meant to me. I had always wanted to see Soundgarden in concert. And unfortunately you can't. Now, there is, a, there is a shimmer of hope. You know who wants to be the new vocalist for Soundgarden? Brandy Carlisle. Is it Brandy Carlisle? I think so. You know she had that song, The Joke? Yeah. Now that could work. 
and it and it falls into when Nirvana were inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they had all female performers singing their songs. You've got Joan Jett singing "Smells Like Teen Spirit." You've got Lord singing "All Apologies." You've got Kim Gordon of Sonic Youth singing "Aneurysm." You've got Annie Clark of St. Vincent singing Lithium. Am I forgetting anyone? I don't think so. So you've got these amazing, enigmatic performers, female performers, doing a tribute to Nirvana. And wouldn't that be amazing to have Brandy, you know, she, she, she's such a great performer and songwriter. I could see, and and I saw the video of her doing Black Hole Sun, and it was powerful. And if Soundgarden wants to do that, I am all for it. I'm all for it. Very rarely, you know, when another vocalist comes into the play, like with Allison Chains, I'm sure I, I forget his name. That's sad that I do. Um, they have another vocalist because you know Lane Stanley died in night in 2002 um but yeah Soundgarden's bad motor finger at 30 unpleasant dreams